Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Zone Blitz. As always, I'm Vince Miller, joined by my co-host, Ashton Overholt, and we're here to do an instant reaction pod to Rivalry Week. What a weekend of football, man. It it was really a lot of fun. Uh, I think, man, the, 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 today was the best day that we've had this year, I think. Like, it was today, so good. Right, it's a Saturday night. It was when we're recording late Saturday night. So, like, we're just finishing up. Uh, Bedlam has just concluded um still watching a little bit i actually have byu usc uh still on there yeah man the back 12 after dark as a late game but um i mean just it's it's been incredible like all from from the noon kick all the way until the end of bedlam um just awesome action-packed the whole way for sure there's there's been weeks that have probably had a bigger amount of huge games going into them maybe or or like appeared to be but this i think was the best week as far as just games that delivered like we just always yeah we yeah. always had like something crazy happening that's right um, so let's go through it hey it starts on thanksgiving evening man mm-hmm. um, did, were you able to watch the egg bowl egg bowl i did yep um a bit and like bits and pieces i'll be honest i kind of tuned out a little bit once we realized that mississippi was clearly the right side to be on um and that they were yeah just a better football team so and and what i think they yeah they crewed to like a 10 point win um hey miss mississippi state was favored in this game uh yeah. fun fact fun fact they were yeah. favored in this game and uh, yeah hey credit to old miss i mean that's yeah hey that's that's a huge win and it's a big deal down there in mississippi to win the egg bowl um kiffin will be he will be crowing about that for uh during the offseason yes okay um texas beat kansas state on friday 22 to 17 finally got another win iowa beat nebraska 28 to 21 uh, which actually, I mean, mattered. Well, that well, mattered. It mattered. Um, yes, it did. And just, just for Nebraska, man, like they once again lost a one-score <laughs> game. <laughs> I saw this stat somewhere. Right. In, in Big Ten play this year, Nebraska's point differential was zero. They scored <laughs> the same amount of points as they allowed. In those games, their record was one and eight. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. It's incredible. They, that is hard like, to do. I think they blew out Northwestern and then like lost a close game to everyone else. Isn't that right? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's what happened. Like the the one score games that they played in this, that's not even including the one score game that they played when um when they went to Norman and played Oklahoma. Like right. that's not even including that one. So they they every every game's been a close game. They've managed to lose almost all of them. I think they finished three and nine, I believe. Um yeah. and I I just I wonder, and we can get get into it maybe more in a bit, uh, maybe in future weeks when we don't have so much to talk about. But Scott Frost, what like what is the what's the feeling there? Like what, what's the temperature <laughs> there? Because I mean, he was competitive. He was absolutely competitive against teams that were much more talented. But you you won almost none of them. So interest, yeah, yeah just interesting thought. And hey, Iowa, Iowa fans, we go at it. This big win for you guys had to have it. You didn't realize until later that you really really needed it because Wisconsin lost, but. Um, they're going back to the Big Ten championship game. This is the yeah. first time in I think five years, I believe it's been five or six years since they've been there. So um, hey, that, that's awesome. That's that's really cool. Um, 
yeah, a lot of, a lot of credit to them. They're ranked at 17, which is where we think they should be ranked. That's about appropriate. Right. And, and they have, Hey, have a chance to go to the Rose bowl with a win against Michigan. I can't speak for the entire country, but I will be rooting hard for Iowa next week. So. <laughs> <laughs> you will not be speaking for the entire country. I can guarantee you. I want Michigan in the playoffs so badly. You did so call badly. that. And so, I did. I did. Not, not in the preseason, but recently you called that. Um, so well yeah. done on that. That's true. That's true. More on that later. Anyway, okay. we'll keep going Friday night. A couple of these were just interesting. Not a whole lot to talk about. Arkansas beat Mizzou 34 to 17. Just yeah. complete, completing a good season by Arkansas. Um, well yes. done to yes. them. Eight eight wins by an Arkansas team. That's just that's very impressive. Cincinnati did took care of business against East Carolina, thirty five to thirteen. Pretty safe to. Say, I mean, we'll talk more about playoff later, but I think it's pretty safe to say they'll yes. be in. Yeah, mm-hmm. think so. All right. Uh, also, Friday night, the big one. Friday night. Um, well, yeah. Depending if you count what the Apple Cup is a big one or not, Washington State beat Washington <laughs> forty to thirteen. But the actual big one, NC State beat North Carolina thirty-four to thirty. Did you catch yes. this game? Okay, so here's what happened. I I watched I watched the game, um, and I think North Carolina was up by okay. They were up. What, how much were they up? Okay, they because were up they, by they, nine, I believe. With yes. Um, two minutes left. I don't know it was like a minute and forty-five seconds. Yeah, and they got it. They got a sack on first down. They got an early yeah. sack on first down, and I turned the game off because that game was over. There was no chance, yeah. and I turned the game off the very next play. Obviously, I found this out later. But NC State, yeah, hits a bomb, um, and was it Amezi? I believe caught that. Caught. I think he caught both touchdowns. Um, yeah. They after that, after the bomb, they then recovered onside kick, um, went right back down, scored again. Um, and I missed all of it. I missed I all of it because, it. yep, right after the sack, I was like, the game's clearly over. They have no chance. And and I quit watching. <laughs> I'm embarrassed to say so. That is so sad. <laughs> it is. It is. My, my family has been here this weekend. They, they just left um, when we were recording okay. this. Um, but, yeah, we were all in my living room last night watching that game, and we couldn't believe the way it all went down. But it yeah. was absolutely nuts. Um, NC State needed it for a chance at their division. Um, and they did have a chance, but then Wake Forest won today, so it kind of it it ended that. But right. well done by NC State. Um, yeah. Anyway, moving on to today. <laughs> okay. Today was baloney. I mean, just crazy, ridiculous. Um, yes. So some of the noon games, I'll just get out of the way. If you have major okay. thoughts, share them. Baylor okay. 27, Texas Tech 24. Baylor escapes Texas Tech, and they will be in the Big 12 title game next week. That's correct. That's correct. Yep. More on that later, probably. Uh, Florida beats Florida State 24 to 21. Um, battle for bowl eligibility there goes to Florida. Yeah. yeah. Um, tough break by you there. <laughs> we both liked Florida State plus two and a half, and they lost by three. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we did. Anyway. Vegas is good at their jobs. Vegas is good at their jobs. Georgia beat Georgia Tech 45-0. to zero. Yeah. Um, not a whole lot to take away from that. Nope. The big one. The game. Yes. Michigan upsets Ohio State 42-27. to 27. Mm-hmm. I had Ohio State minus 7.5 as one of my locks. You had Michigan plus 8.5. And, and you called Locked the outright back. win. I did. Well I did. done. Thank you. 
Um, it's just, you know, it, it bothers me that the refs allowed Michigan to run for 297 yards and six touchdowns. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. Here we go. No. Very tongue-in-cheek will... because I saw a lot of Ohio State fans blaming the refs. And yes. I'm telling you, if you watch any college <clears throat> football this year, you know that was not even close to one of the worst refereed games. No. Not even th- close. Th- no. There are some – so there's there's a number of teams that actually have a legitimate um, gripe. At some of the refs, yeah. uh, pretty much any Today. SEC team. Yes, have SEC refs in particular have just been absolutely awful this year, and really interesting college football and the NFL refereeing as in general has been bad this year. This game was not decided by the referees. Ohio State could not stop the run. Now, the, on that no. on the last drive, on the last drive where they actually had a chance to to stop them and get the ball back and drive down, they what. Michigan didn't throw the ball. Michigan they did not. Right they the just middle. ran the ball and ran, and it was pretty much right up the middle. Like they pretty much ran yep. up the middle, up the middle, or slightly to the to the to the left. And I mean, yeah, like it, every play was just a, a gash. Like it was just gash play after gash play. So Michigan, hey, we don't talk about this. This was huge for Michigan. This was, was huge for Jim Harbaugh. This was huge just for the 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 way that that program is viewed, the way that Harbaugh is viewed, just the whole feel, momentum, and everything is. This is massive. A massive win for Michigan. It, it's incredible. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm very happy with it. Uh, I was just very excited about it. I'm not an Ohio State fan. I dislike Ohio State a lot. Um, and I kind of am a closet Harbaugh guy. Like, I, I, he, I think yes, he gets a little – I am. No, I am. And, and we, we disagree on Harbaugh, but I think he gets a little too much flack. I think he, it's a little – people are maybe a little unfair to him sometimes because he's won a lot of games there. And he now has a Big Ten East championship and a huge win over number two Ohio State. And they deserve to win because they were the better team today. They, they really dominated the trenches. It was incredible to watch. Yeah, they um, did. That's right. And you, you're talking about just the Harbaugh thing. It definitely seemed like they, they made some changes this last offseason. Um, and... It, <sighs> Well, obviously, the, the the big one was the defensive coordinator change. Yeah, McDonald. Um, yeah, yeah, and it all. I also it sounded like they were they were talking about maybe opening up the offense more, right. maybe letting Josh Gaddis do more of that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I was just very impressed by them. It does feel like maybe he had his Brian Kelly twenty seventeen off season here. Like it, it feels like yeah. maybe maybe they turned that leaf over and. And I'm I'm not ready to say they're they're a top five program going forward in college football, but uh-huh. like, yeah, they've actually proven now they can beat Ohio State, and it and they did it very impressively. They, they did. I think just a, a couple of things just to to point out because in the end, total yardage um, was very close between between these two teams. Uh, between I think yeah, Ohio State was um, was four sixty. Michigan had almost 490 so just maybe yeah. 30 yards between the teams it's i mean very very close but running the ball michigan ran for almost 300 yards couldn't be stopped they michigan didn't have just a ton of plays but they did have eight yards averaged per play eight yeah. yards per play that's crazy that's huge they didn't have penalties they only had two two penalties all day whereas ohio state had 10 I think like things like that is is what made you feel that they were just the the be- the better team. Um, Aiden Hutchinson yeah. was huge. Aiden yes. Hutchinson was massive. He was so the, good. He was. I think the only thing I was a little maybe a little bit frustrated with, like as a, I was someone who's pulling for Michigan, not a Michigan fan, but it was definitely pulling for Michigan. It was the lack of blitzing that they did. I I just I felt they didn't blitz enough because Stroud was he got rattled. He got he got he got rattled once they hit him. 
Um, there was some bad, yeah, just some bad center exchanges um, happened a number of times. We saw that a lot today, I thought. Just bad snaps mm -hmm. from the center, like just miscommunications, which shouldn't really be happening in week 13, you know? But yeah. hey, it, you know, um, yeah, again, credit to Michigan. They were, they took advantage of it. They were the better team. They were the more disciplined team. Ohio State lost um, their cool a number of times. We saw that a number of times. Did you see the video of them fighting, like uh, going up the tunnel yes. at halftime? Did you see that? Yes. That was awesome. I think that was so cool. <laughs> um, yeah, just that's awesome for Harbaugh. Uh, again, closet supporter of Harbaugh. Really, yeah, this is this is huge. This is huge for him and their program. By the way, you mentioned Michigan had eight yards per play. Very good yes. number. Right. Ohio State only 5.8. Yeah. Which is a 2.2 yards per play advantage is massive in college It is football. huge. It Unless is you think huge. this was some kind of fluke or something. No, mm -hmm. absolutely not. Michigan straight up owned them on the line of scrimmage. It did. Dominated this game. Um, honestly, that interception they threw in the first quarter, they were, they were up 7-0, had the ball in the red zone. Um, yeah. This could have been worse. It really could have been. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I do think maybe this clinches some major staff changes for Ohio State in the offseason. Yeah. The, the defense just – Yeah. It's just not what it needs to be and what it should be for the talent they have on that side of the field, in, your, in my opinion. No, I, I'd agree. I'm, I would agree. But, yeah, I mean, it goes back to conversations we had early on, really. Like, the, Ohio State is what they – I mean, they, they are what they are. Like, really, their defense, their their personnel, you've – Yeah. They needed to make changes, not in the middle of the year. They needed to make changes at the end of the year last year. They needed to make changes a yeah. year ago. Um, and they, instead they waited, and, and, and Kerry Coombs was still calling plays until after the Oregon game this year. That's week three, right? Yeah. And so, so yeah, like that's 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 on the coaching maybe a little bit. That's on Ryan Day somewhat. I credit to him. I mean, they, they did – they got better. They weren't awful all year long. But, eight, eight, yeah. Averaging eight yard, giving up eight yards to play isn't going to cut it. It's not going to cut it against really good teams, and we saw Michigan take advantage of that today. Yeah. By the way, I would like to talk about the one penalty in particular, the one where the Ohio State player pulled. I think it was Cam Brown, maybe pulled his helmet up, pulled the other, pulled the Michigan player's helmet off. Yes. And video showed the Michigan player was holding the guy's leg after the play yep. was over. Listen, right. listen. Yes. The Michigan player was holding the guy's leg first before he yep. ripped his helmet off. Right. Have you ever seen anybody get called for a penalty because they held on to the other team for two seconds after the play was over? Happens no. all the time. Happens all that the time. Does not get, that is not a penalty. Ripping the other guy's helmet off in retaliation is a penalty. Yep. So, yes, the Michigan player, quote, unquote, started it. The only, the only action in that whole sequence that deserved a penalty was the ripping off of the helmet, and that's that was rightly penalized. So I don't want to hear any crap about about that um, being crap because the Michigan player started it. He started it, but he didn't do it, start it with anything that was worthy of a penalty. So mm. I would just like yeah. to get that out 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 there. I saw a lot of Ohio State fans online today blaming the refs. <laughs> you straight up got owned. You got you, you got did. beat by two point two yards per play. Yeah. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, okay, so and on the Ohio State point, I just there. Okay, so there was so much. There was so much because we we just came in and they had just this incredible performance against Michigan State. The game's yeah. over by halftime, and they literally could have scored a hundred points on them. How, okay, and like, how did it go from that to this? And that was seven days ago. It was seven days ago. How did it, how did so much change? 
I understand that was a home game. This is an away game, you know, Stroud's first true away game. Stroud wasn't that bad. He wasn't. He probably cost himself no. the Heisman, probably. But he like he wasn't bad. He threw for three ninety four, by the way. He he did. He did. And and you know, okay. You, on third down, he wasn't great. I think they were, they were eight of eighteen on third down. He picked up some big time fourth down plays where I mean they seemed like they were always in fourth and four or five. It seemed like they had a number of those. Uh, like can't, can't really blame it on Stroud. You you really can't no. blame it on him. So how does like because we thought this offense couldn't be stopped. We 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 actually thought this offense couldn't be stopped. Me included. I thought like Ohio State is possibly the best team in America. But then okay. I will say that was probably maybe maybe a little bit of a knee-jerk reaction. I did say later on that, okay, it's going to be hard to duplicate that performance. That that was you were special in that first half against Michigan State last week, and you're not going to be that special again ever. Like that was yeah. that, that was rare how good you were. I, I still didn't. I expected more than 27 points. I expected more than 27 yeah. points. I do think when I saw that it was snowing and really cold, I thought that probably was to Michigan's advantage. Right. Yeah. Um, and I do think that probably had something to do with Ohio State only scoring 27. Yeah. But I was disappointed by their tackle play. Um, yeah. Hutchinson and Ojabo, yeah, Hutchinson and Ojabo got in there multiple times. Yes. And and the, you're talking about um, probably the best tackle t- uh, tandem in, in America, at least most people thought, coming into the season. Yeah. I, I, right. Boy. They, yeah. They, they lost the battle on the line of scrimmage, which – I don't think most people would have called like, right. And it, and it wasn't like it was, you know, super tight and Michigan just got a few in there. Like, no, like they, mm-hmm. they lost the battle. Uh, Trayvon Henderson. I mean, he had a pretty good game, had a couple touchdowns. He's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But 4.4 yards per carry. Mayan yeah. Williams is at 2.9. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Michigan was able to slow down, if not stop the run, they slowed it down. Um, yeah, and credit to Michigan. They were able to run the ball in, in cold, <laughs> snowy conditions, and Ohio State was not. Okay, but th- this is what we said had to happen, though, right? Like, Michigan's first drive was everything that Michigan State should have yes. done last week. Yes. Where you go, you run the ball, you take five, five – I think it was almost five minutes off the clock, and you score a touchdown. You score a touchdown, you're up 7 nothing. And and you've you've taken the air out of it a little bit. Like you've ta- you've yeah. slowed you've slowed the game flow down. That mattered. Um, yes. You were able to hold them to a field goal your next time. And then, or okay, actually, actually, sorry, they threw a pick. Michigan was actually driving again to go up even more and threw a pick in the um, end zone on their yeah. second drive. Right. So mm-hmm. like you you could have been up even more, but like th- that's how you should have done it. Like that that is that's the blueprint to winning because okay. Ohio State couldn't stop the run, and people knew this. Like, Oregon exposed this early on, and they still had this problem, and and no one would try that. Like, how Michigan State didn't give Kenneth Walker more than six carries last week is criminal, and that's like coaching yeah. malpractice. So, I think, yeah. I mean, Michigan, they did it the right way. They really did. You fed Hassan Haskins six yards of carry. It's incredible. You asked how it got how, – what, like, what changed from last week where they just slaughtered Michigan State. Right. I think Michigan State really lost the plot. Like they, right, they exactly. were down early yep. and they were right. playing from behind by multiple scores the entire game. Michigan was, they were down by a little bit, but they were never down right. by two scores. They never had to go away from their run game. That was working. And like you mentioned, right. Anyway, and we've talked about since Oregon, really like Ohio state 
He's not amazing at stopping the run. Um, not even good at it. No, not even good at it. And yeah, they were able to always be in situations where they were where everything was on the table for them. They stayed ahead of the chains. They were able to run the ball. All of that. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. And when I say stay ahead of the chains, I don't use it like a lot of college football announcers use it, where oh, they got three yards on in a cloud of dust on first down, so they're staying ahead of the chains. No, that's not staying ahead of the chains at all. <laughs> second and seven is not a good thing, but they were in second and four a lot. You know, like yes, right. It was right. yeah, it was really good. Are you concerned at all about Ohio State's long term future <laughs> under Ryan Day at all? Like, yeah, is there is, are there cracks in the foundation? Or is it just as simple as make a decent hire a defensive coordinator and they'll be right back in the top three? Did you see what Harbaugh said in his post game interview? I don't know that I did. So he, I think he, it was something to the effect of, uh, there's some people that are born on third base and they hit a triple. Oh yeah, just kind of a little jab maybe at Ryan Day. <laughs> um, kind of yeah. Yes. I don't know. I'm not sure. You can you can argue that all the success that Ohio State has had recently has been just because of, of players that have been left over from when Urban was there. But, I mean, Ryan Day's an excellent coach, and he's been a really good recruiter. Like, yeah. it's not that the recruiting has dipped. If anything, it's almost taken a step up. Yeah. There's talent there. The defense is an issue. That's an issue because, yeah, I don't know. Like, the, the two re- really physical teams that you played this year, which were Michigan and Oregon, you got absolutely bulldozed. Like, bulldozed. And you lost games where you were clearly the second-best team in those games. Like, in Oregon, in the Oregon game and the Michigan game this year for Ohio State, you play that game 10 times over, they lose more than six. Like, they lose more than 50% of the time. So, like, yeah, that, that's an issue. That's an issue because, hey, you know what Georgia would have done to that to that defensive line? They would have run over them yeah. to the same extent that Michigan did or more or more. Ohio State had no chance of stopping the run. And I think maybe we forgot about that. Like we forgot about that mm-hmm. because of, of, of Michigan State and and the Purdue game where it's like, wow, like just shock and all. Like look how many points they can score. And you know what? Hey, when, when you're running the ball, you they can't throw the ball. You know, like Ohio State can't throw the ball when you're running the ball. So yeah, like that's what we found out. And, and there is, that needs to get fixed. So Am I worried about the long term? No, like I'm, you're not worried about the long term because yeah. they recruit at an incredible level. I mean, yeah, even if even if you don't like your quarterback situation now with Stroud, who's been good, you still have like Quinn Ewers behind him. Um, there's there's dudes there. Um, you have three first round receivers yes. that are going to be leaving, and maybe three more first round receivers that will probably be be taking their well, place. Only two of them are leaving. Jackson Smith and Jake was well, only a sophomore. True, that's true. <laughs> And that so guy's so good, by the way. Right. Uh, yeah, he was like huge by today. like on third downs, there yeah. were times they where they were they highlight the the broadcast team was highlighting him. Yeah. <laughs> Despite yeah. the fact that there's two first round picks in Garrett Wilson and Chris Olave on the outside, they were highlighting the sophomore. Like no, no, no. Yeah, he he's he's so and, and I'm with you. Like I'm also not worried about their long term future as long as they make a good defensive coordinator hire this off season. That's right. to and, me. And this I, is they will. Yeah, they probably will. And this is this will probably be the key hire of Ryan Day's tenure. Yes, I would agree. His his next defensive coordinator is going to decide how he's viewed. I think like that's going to be his reputation is going to is going to come down to this next DC hire uh, because he really messed like the yeah retaining Kerry Coombs was not a good idea. Um, and, and whatever was, I'm not even sure. I think Coombs was still calling some plays. I believe it was kind of, uh, some, like some, yeah, sharing of duty there in the, in the defensive play calling, but neither one was good. Neither one was good. Um, Hey, and by the way, 
and and I took some heat from this at 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 some point. But Cincinnati is the best team in the state of Ohio. <laughs> so I just hey, throw, it's official. Like it's been it. confirmed. It's been confirmed today. There's no more arguing. Um, yeah, you, you hate to see that. You really hate to see it. Oof, man. <laughs> All right. You got any more thoughts on this, or should we move on? I I don't know. I if there's so much to talk about in this game. I think there there was so much narrative that was on both teams. Like yeah. like both teams were talked about so much, you know, and like Michigan had such a clear mold that we just assumed that they could never win a big game. Yeah. Like they Harbaugh couldn't do it. And and just to come out today and just to to outcoach them because Michigan not only outplayed them and outphysicaled them, they outcoached Ohio State. And and that was shocking to see. That was shocking. I think for most people to see. I I thought Michigan had a really good chance to win this game. I picked Michigan to win this game. Um, and you're sixty. Michigan's sixty minutes away from going to the playoff. And I think we'll just leave it leave it at that. It's not our it's not our preview pod. So I won't no. ask for a prediction. Yes. But do you think there's any chance Iowa gives Michigan trouble? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, like I think Iowa Michigan is going to be a fist fight, like just an absolute fist fight. Expect twenty to seventeen, twenty to thirteen type of game. Um, maybe maybe someone gets thirty. The first team to thirty wins. Like the first team yeah. to thirty wins. I I doubt anyone gets to thirty. Um, I, but I think it will be close. There's at least a ten percent chance that Michigan has like three turnovers. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. That's true. Oh man. Okay, let's move on here. Wake Forest beats Boston College forty-one to ten, clinching a spot in the ACC championship game. Uh, just props to Wake Forest, I guess. I didn't. I, I barely watched any of this game. I caught a few bits and pieces during commercials of other games. Um, yeah. But yeah, well done by them. Um, yeah. You got any more thoughts? Do you think maybe? Hey, I guess maybe one question that has nothing to do with this game. Um, Dave Clawson. <laughs> There's no, a lot of schools no, that are probably coming up no, short and going plan A, no, plan A's. No, I I don't think so. I don't think. Uh, mm-mm. Doubt do you, it. I doubt it very much. I doubt it very much. Do you think he would go to like a Virginia Tech or something? Maybe, maybe. But why would you go somewhere else in conference when Virginia Tech's a mess and you have Wake Forest? I mean, you're playing for an ACC championship. Like yeah. if you're gonna if you're gonna take another job, go I think maybe like Penn State, but like they're fine because they re-upped Franklin, right? So, right. Um, yeah, I I'm probably staying put. Probably staying. Put. Sure. Okay, let's move on here. Oh man, UTSA finally lost. I didn't catch any of that. They got thumped. They got, they got absolutely thumped by thumped. North Texas. Trying to okay, Indiana got thumped by Purdue, forty-four to seven. I think they need to make a new offensive coordinator hire this offseason. <laughs> okay, let's talk about the Iron Bowl. Okay, you were okay. Right. I think I expected this to be a boring blowout. What about you? Uh, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I'm I never bet on Auburn. Like it's just like one of my morals. Like I, morally, I just stay away from betting on Auburn. What was the was the line twenty? I think the line was around twenty. Yeah, I think so. Um, Alabama beat. Just, by the way, in case it, for those who don't know or were living under a rock, Alabama beat Auburn twenty four to twenty two in four overtimes. Like, it was ahead. it was it was magnificent to watch. Um, Auburn, you never know what's going to happen with them, and I will say this. They absolutely whipped Alabama's offensive line. Yes. Like completely whipped them. Yeah. Um, it was shocking to watch. Shocking to watch. 
Alabama should have lost this football game. If you yes. haven't seen it, um, just we'll recap it for you real, real quick. Auburn stops Alabama on a fourth and two, I believe. It was yeah. a run play on fourth and two with, I, th- I think it was two minutes left. Alabama had all three timeouts. Two. Or, sorry, they had two timeouts left, which means that Auburn at the very least was going to be able to run one play um, off, off of the clock, which is a play clock, which is 40 seconds. So you're going to at least be able to do that. Tank Bigsby has a, has a run out to the left, and he, he, he I believe he had like nine yards. Yeah. Had he dove ahead, had Tank Bigsby dove ahead, and, and say he was even two yards short. Say he was even two yards short of the first down. He only gains eight, but the clock keeps running. You tick off 40 more seconds. Um, and, he, and yeah, hey, the, the Alabama he, player. He ran out of bounds. Stop he got pulled. Clock. He got pulled out of bounds. Yeah. <laughs> Pull, pulled out of bounds. Stop it. Which was a smart play, by the way. Smart play for the, yeah. by the defender. Pull him out of bounds. Stop the clock. And Alabama proceeds to go 97 yards. And I think it was like a minute 30. It's- they scored with 24 seconds left. Okay, yeah. So if you do the math, obviously, they could run off another 40 seconds if he stays in bounds. Yeah. So Alabama would have had to hurry a little more. And yeah. good chance Auburn's defense, which was playing the game of their really lives, well. Very well. would yeah. probably stop them. Um, <sighs> Auburn did not allow a point in the first three quarters. Yeah. And by the way, I, I was on. I, I was just on my seat for this one. It was yeah. crazy. So Edge of my this seat. goes to overtime. Bama yeah. gets the ball first. They score. They're up by uh-huh. seven. Auburn gets the ball. Got to go for two. Got to go Scores for two. A touchdown. I was, yes. So frustrating. Oh, go okay, for the win. Because I don't understand it. But okay, just here's my logic. So you you tie the game, or you you, you yeah you score six points. You're down one. Why not go for two? Because that was in the first overtime. In the second overtime, it's required to go for two if you score yes. a touchdown. And in the third overtime, it's just a two-point conversion off from there on. Yes. From I mean, we just so why not go ahead and run a two-point conversion now to win? It's you put it all in your hands to gain three yards, whereas just two overtimes later. It's just a two-point conversion off where you have to make them miss, and then you have to score to win. Why yes. not just go with just you? Just you. You're 6-5, and five and you're at home. Just with go for no- the win. Nothing to lose nothing at all. Nothing to lose. I, I, yeah. And, was, hey, by the way, their first their first two-point play in the, I think it was the third overtime, worked. Was money. Yes. It worked. That would it have been your, so good. That would have been your call. Why not? I don't understand why you don't call it. And, yep. yeah. Hey, either way, Auburn should have won this football game. They didn't. Alabama stays alive. They're hanging in there. They are. By hanging. the way, this was all without Bo Nix, who has a broken ankle. Yeah, I yeah. do think if Auburn has him instead of T.J. Finley in this game, like it's not a question that they win in my mind. Yeah, like, no, I think they win by multiple scores probably. Yeah. Like, you, like Auburn's offense was really bad for large chunks of this game. You got to feel pretty good as a Georgia fan about playing Alabama after seeing the way their offensive line got trucked. Not. Yeah. Yeah. I, yes, yes. No, I think so. I think, oh, wow. But it would have been really nice for them to have two losses. Okay. So I, here's my, here's my thing. Here's, here's the deal. Like I'm concerned a little bit about Alabama. So Ohio state is gone now. Like Ohio state's out of the playoff picture. They're, they're not going to make it. Right. Alabama had they lost this game to Auburn, but beaten Georgia next week is probably in right like probably yeah I, I, good chance i mean right and so okay i i'm 
I'm very concerned about Alabama. Like they're just, they're hanging around out there and that's just a dangerous place for them to be. But I, okay. In my, in my head, my head tells me that Georgia should win by two or three scores because right. they're that much better than Alabama because Alabama didn't look good. They can't block people. They can't run the ball. And do we really think a one dimensional, like Alabama is going to be able to to put up points on, on a defense that no one has all year. And it's like a historically great defense. No, like, I don't think that I don't think that, but the problem is with, there's also the heart aspect. And in my heart, I know, I know for a fact that Alabama is going to make this a three-point game and that we will have to fight and claw and scratch to, to come out of the SEC championship with a win. Like, so yeah, I'm, I'm very conflicted um, about it. It's, 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 uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a war. I really think it's going to be close game. I think even though in my, yeah, I, Georgia looks so much better though. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it, it could be three scores and I'd be like, well, like, yeah, that's that. I mean, that's what we've seen from these teams all year. Of, of, of course it should be like, like Alabama hasn't blown out anybody. They, they, they could have, they could have lost to, to Arkansas last week. They should have lost to Auburn this week. It was a six point game against LSU. What four weeks ago could have lost that one. Like, they haven't blown anybody out in a long time. Like, why yeah. do I think that they're suddenly this juggernaut on offense? Because, yeah, I don't know. Jamison Williams going down also really hurt him. Um, yeah, it did. That, that, that targeting call in the in the first half. He should should never have been been the gunner on on punt team. They yeah. shouldn't have been. That was dumb. Um, and really handicapped their offense from there on out. Yeah, I, I would say I'm, I'm kind of with you. Like my head says Georgia is clearly clearly better than Alabama. Yeah, but I also like there's that little part in my head that goes it's Alabama. It's Alabama. It's, it's Bryce Young against Stetson Bennett. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, do not start me with this, man. Oh, how can you? Yes, that is a problem because I he... do think Georgia's offense has been a little less impressive the last oh. few weeks than they were earlier. I, it took them. I mean, they they scored twenty four in their first half again yeah. today against Georgia Tech. Finished with forty five. Mm-hmm. And I know mm-hmm. it's different because it's a rivalry game, but last yeah. week Notre Dame put up 45 against Georgia Tech in the first half. Yeah. Now, it's not a great comparison. Like, it's 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 completely different games. It's a rivalry game, all of that. I'm not saying George, Notre Dame's offense is better than Georgia's. I'm just saying, like, I would have, li- like, just... 60 would have been nice. Yes. 60 would have been like, nice. Like, it just yeah. would have... It would have been nice to see Georgia just go out and put up right. buckets of points on them. Like It's true. Yeah, I don't know. So there's just a tinge of concern, I think. And Notre Dame, Cincinnati, and Oklahoma State fans will all be rooting very hard for Georgia next week. As they should. Yeah, as they should. Um, I, I will say, in the whole Georgia, and yeah, we'll get into more of it next, like in the next couple of days in the preview pod, Georgia and Alabama. But you, if you're an Alabama fan, you're getting the best coach of all time and a drastically more talented quarterback and probably the best receiver on the field because Jameson Williams will be back. Like, uh, hmm. Yeah, like, it's... <laughs> George is Don't clearly better, but there's a recipe <laughs> Don't for Alabama. Love that. Yeah. I yes. Agree. Oh, my Oh my goodness, yes. Like, he's going to be going up against probably a true freshman um, cornerback, Jameson Williams, and, like, they're going to... Yeah, like, ah. That, that, that worries me. That's It's going to be... A, I wonder what the line is. Any idea what the early line is for that? Can we? Can I have we not see seen Just one. Georgia by six. Georgia by six. Okay. That's the early one. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That feels reasonable. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. 
Michigan State beats Penn State 30-27. to 27. Um, mm-hmm. Just basically that's, I mean, Big Ten positioning for bowl games, I guess. Um, Oregon yep. beats Oregon State 38-29. to 29. Good for um, them. Good, good for, for them. them. It's, it doesn't matter after losing the, the way they did last year. Does week. not matter. Nope, doesn't matter. And by the way, with – with Ohio State losing, like it would have all been in front of Oregon for them. Like they they could have been the two seed in the playoff if they'd have won out. I know. Yeah. Uh, Virginia Tech beats Virginia 29-24. Pretty big rivalry game there. Um, but without, I think that was actually to get bowl eligible. Am I am I right? On, I'm not sure. But anyway, Virginia Tech has a coaching opening. We'll see what happens there. Oh, let's see. Oh. Yes, this was a pretty big one, actually. Didn't watch a whole lot of it, but it was some second screen viewing for me. Minnesota beats Wisconsin 23 to 13, which is what mm. is which is what sent Iowa to the Big Ten title game. Um, man, like Wisconsin, they had been playing pretty well as of late, and then they do this and lose by 10 to Minnesota. Well, what what is this about? Well, in in the end, they were relying on Graham Mertz. And, and that's, that's why they lost this game, because Graham Mertz is just not a great quarterback. Yes. Uh, both these teams finished at 8-4. And, four, and, yeah, I no, don't have a whole lot to say about that. Wisconsin had a nice little run, you know, kind of like in the middle to end of the year that no one will ever remember. Like, right. they, I, no one even – there's people that didn't even know that that, that run happened, you know. <laughs> like, they, they had a nice little run where they won, like, a number of games in a row, and, like, nobody cares. Nobody cares yeah. at all because they lost to Minnesota. And I will – just a shameless plug, I did pick Iowa uh, to win the Big Ten West. Yes, you did. Um, in the preseason, so no big deal. And I believe I picked Wisconsin, so. Okay, nice. There you have it. Nice. Okay. LSU beats Texas A&M. <laughs> I'm sorry, I shouldn't laugh. 27-24. Um, uh-huh. Dropping A&M to 8-4. and four. LSU bowl eligible with lame duck coach Ed Orgeron, who we know is one of the best interim coaches of all time. Um, yes. Yes. Yes, he is. There was some unverified twitter account saying claiming on on twitter that lsu reached an agreement with jimbo fisher no no not not jimbo not jimbo no okay so okay hang on here so it was lincoln riley lincoln riley i'm sorry i had it wrong yes Yes. all the lsu recruits are now following lincoln riley on twitter that's for sure and there was there was an unconfirmed uh, just like yeah random source and i actually fell for it for like five minutes where like me and like some buddies were like talking like oh no like i can't believe like because apparently the offer was yeah between like 12 or 13 million a year yes yeah. it was like just like oh my goodness like what is kirby worth now then you know like <laughs> so yeah so anyway so we we're just kind of going through all of that but hey i still think that's gonna happen like it might all the recruits that that is noise like that that means something there is there is some some maybe a little bit of fire behind all the smoke there yeah. um and we will pro- probably find out soon with oklahoma losing tonight um yeah just that it, it, i'm just saying it could happen tomorrow it could happen tomorrow kojo by the way on his way out in just a, the most kojo fashion of all time said that i'm quitting i'm not going to be coaching lsu in the bowl game because they are bowl eligible i'm not going to be coaching lsu in the bowl game me and the girlfriend are packing up tomorrow and we are going to destin florida it was like cool like good for you man um and the, yeah just the most kojo way possible you just Go enjoy that out. buyout money peace out i got millions i am leaving oh my goodness so by the way just 
Speaking of A&M here, eight and four season in a year that they beat Alabama. <laughs> yeah. It's got to just be hugely disappointing to them. I, yeah. I, it feels like Jimbo Fisher. Yeah. Where do you rank him? Like, because they're recruiting like crazy right now. They might bring in the best defensive line class of all time in this coming class. Yes. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, they just can't get over that hump. And and you could say they're in the SEC West. It's the Alabama hump. Not this year it wasn't. This year they beat Alabama and they still lost four games. What's going on here? Hmm. Uh, okay, so they lost to Arkansas. They lost to Mississippi State. They had a nice little run where they beat Bama, then they beat Missouri, then they beat South Carolina, then they beat Auburn. And then they lost to Ole Miss and they lost to LSU. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I, yeah, don't don't have a whole lot for you there because in all of those losses, like they were the second best team. They were the second best team. You can't say that yeah. you know you got jobbed. No, like you you deserved it. You deserved it, and you were better than Alabama, by the way, in the game that you beat them. Yeah. So, like, just a little bit of, yeah, I don't know. Maybe that's the consistency that we that we would like to see in the SEC West, which has none, by the way. No one knows <laughs> what's going to happen in the SEC West. There's it's true. It just completely we talk about like certain teams being bipolar like mississippi state and auburn are bipolar the whole sec west is bipolar like yeah. who knows what's gonna happen with alabama anymore and um so yeah i old miss has been like probably one of the most steady teams of the year <laughs> and no one would have thought <laughs> that ever so uh i yeah i don't have a whole lot to say about jimbo i'm not sure i i'm not sure maybe it's a good time to go to lsu if you could have got the gig it looks like lincoln's gonna get the gig <laughs> I don't know. Hey, you could go to Florida still. USC hasn't gotten anybody. It's a good time to leave, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Speaking of programs disappointed this year, Clemson beats South Carolina thirty to zero. Yeah. I mean, they, I think we had said before that this game that if they beat South Carolina forty to ten, mm. like that's soup that says something about where they're at. And yeah, they scored thirty, not forty, but they allowed zero. Like, yeah, right. I, I'm not ready to say their offense is back, but Clemson, they're probably going to be a top five team next year, not? Oh, my. Okay, so you, really. So we're just jumping back in and saying I mean, they're that they're at least going to be again? top 10. Tell me they won't at least be top 10. Top 10, yeah. I'm okay with that. I'd say they're probably almost top 10 now. Here's, here's a question for you. So just They, the, they have no receivers. They so, have no receivers. You know that, right? Bo Collins. He had my, two for 50. Yeah, I'm not saying he was great tonight, but I but he's also a freshman who has, I think he has a bright future. I'll just put it to All you right. this way. All right, so if you want to talk about probably a team that is every year top 10 good, not top 3 good, it's Notre Dame. Next year, yeah, right. Next year Notre Dame plays Clemson. Yeah. Right now, who do you think will win? Hmm, where's the game at? I think it's in South Bend. Let me check for that real quick. Yeah. I would probably be leaning Notre Dame. Okay. I think so. Okay. And here's why. Okay. Hey, by the way, I'm not anti-Clemson either. Like the, the problem, like, yes. The reason why they're not going to be able to go and beat you is because DJ Youngle has clearly regressed. In the game against Notre Dame last year in the regular season game where he threw for, I believe it was 500 and something yards and was just on fire even though they lost in overtime. Like, that's incredible. Like, he was so good then. But tonight against South Carolina defense, who is not great, 
He was 9 of 19 for 99 yards and a pick and no touchdowns. Like, uh, okay, I'm not sure. And I know, I understand you have Cade Clumnick coming in, but is is it really? Like, he's the answer? I mean, he's a five-star, but so is DJ. Like, like that's where my question is. Like, is who are they going to – who's Clemson going to hire in the offseason? That's that's where the difference is going to be made because the, offen, the, the offensive system has to go. The offensive yeah. system has to go because they're – Either that, or you have to do something different in in recruiting because like Justin Ross is not it. Like he is, he's just not. He's not the same player as he was. Um, and I think that's what they. Yeah, they were expecting. They were expecting him to kind of carry the load um, because Clemson's always had great receivers, and now they have none of them. Like they just don't have any good ones, right? Yeah. And 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 it, yeah, then you lost a lot of running backs, and and Shipley got hurt for a while, and and it got thin there at playmaker. And I think that's mm-hmm. where like Clemson struggles. So, yeah. The, the the defense is fine. Obviously, you blanked South Carolina, which isn't that hard to do. But like, yeah, right. props to you for doing it. And I mean, yeah, Clemson's defense has has never been the issue. Clemson's defense has been excellent. So, yeah, I guess just keep an eye on them. I'm not ready to say yet that they're just going to be right back in the top five like they were, and that like this was like this isn't a COVID year. You know, like I understand like there's teams last year were like ah it's just a COVID year. You know, not a not a big deal. Like we're gonna bounce right back. This was not a COVID year. Like you, like you knew what was coming, and 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 you disappointed massively. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Hey, they're going to Gator Bowl. Maybe it could be fun. We'll see how they see if they enjoy the Gator Bowl. Sure. Okay. Uh, I'll just mention Pitt beat Syracuse thirty-one to fourteen, um, and Bedlam. Obviously, Oklahoma State beats Oklahoma 37-33. and I'll also mention Notre Dame beat Stanford forty-five to fourteen. Those are the main scores mm-hmm. we're talking about. Let's talk yep. about Bedlam. Um, there's probably not a whole lot about the Notre Dame game specifically to talk about. I might mention a few things. Um, okay. But let's talk about the Bedlam, and then after that we can talk about playoff positioning because those kind okay. of go hand in hand with the Notre Dame yes, result and the Oklahoma State That's result. Right. That's right. So, yeah, this 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 Oklahoma-Oklahoma State game was bananas. Um, by the way, I had Oklahoma as a lock at plus four, and they lost by four, so a push there for me. Um <laughs> <laughs> and it man okay you want to talk about you want to talk about refing now most of this night because <laughs> i have a notre dame game this was bedlam was actually my second screen all night right so i watched it but i didn't have the full attention to the de- detail maybe oklahoma state got jobbed over and over and over again but i do yeah. know oklahoma got jobbed in that well, second to last play of the game i think it was it pass in the end zone should have been pass interference didn't get called i know they just want to let them play um i just that's whatever that's beside the point now let's talk about actual football like because this was a bananas game it was yes it was <laughs> uh caleb williams is impressive at times i think that's kind of what he, uh, Yes, right, <laughs> and and it, like not the freshman, like he's not Trevor Lawrence. Like Trevor right. Lawrence made made us all think that freshmen are going to come in in a national championship against Alabama, be composed and throw darts. Like yeah. like that's that's what we oh like okay that's how freshmen are these days. Like no, like that was different. That was different. Clemson's finding that out now. So like Caleb Williams, we maybe expected a little bit too much, but he is special with his legs. He he actually is really has a really nice arm. Um, he overall makes good decisions. He had a few that were like, yeah, you know, you're, you're not sure, but like, Hey, he had no picks. He, he could have easily had a couple, um, including one that was dropped there in the last drive. And by the way, after all that, even though, even though they were down 
And even though he got stopped on a couple of fourth downs, they still had a chance to come late and 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 win that ball game. They did that. The second to last play where where he throws to the to the guy that's like out of bounds, right? Like he was only just out of bounds in the end zone, like just oh, by inches. One, yeah. Just yes. by inches, he was out of bounds yep. in the end zone. So, I mean, yeah, they they could have easily won this game. They didn't, and hey, this is huge, like for Oklahoma State. We could see Oklahoma State, Michigan, and Cincinnati all in the playoff. <laughs> that is, is a legitimate possibility. Um, this, yeah, I, to all the people out there that say you know you have to have a bigger playoff to get parity in college football. Um, no, I I think we're getting it here um, <laughs> because Oklahoma, Clemson, and Ohio State are not even playing for their conference championship. And that is absolutely crazy. Credit to Oklahoma State. This is huge for Gundy. Um, Kind of in a similar vein to what Harbaugh did today a little bit. Program-defining. Program-defining win. Sure. Man, yeah, Oklahoma State. uh, They never beat Oklahoma. They they figured out a way today. Perhaps to them, uh, yeah. I I figured if they beat Oklahoma, it would probably be in a low-scoring game um, just because their defense is so good. Right. They, they somehow put up 37 points. I know they had some of that with special teams, whatever, but like props to them. They did what they had to do. <laughs> Very, yeah, I, I got nothing, but I'll tip my hat to them. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what more can you say? <laughs> do you have any more thoughts about words. this game specifically before we get into playoff positioning? No, not. I mean, I'm just glad that, that okay, so if, and just correct me if I'm wrong. If Oklahoma would have won this game, we would have had a rematch next week. Is yes. that right? Between these two teams. As it is now with Oklahoma State winning, Oklahoma State will then go and play Baylor. Is that yes. correct? So, yeah, I'm just glad to see Oklahoma out of it. Um, had no desire to see them go and get into the playoff and get smoked again. So, hey, you know, at least we're, we're seeing something new. This is good for, like, the Danny Cannells of the world. I know we talk about Cannell a lot. But, like, yeah, like there's there there is some parity here. Look at Oklahoma State. Look at Michigan. Like look look at Cincinnati. Look at some of these teams that are going to be um, ranked highly here in the in the next week or two. Yes. Okay, I'll just mention the Notre Dame game real quick. Notre Dame pretty much just sat on Stanford. I mean, it wasn't <laughs> quite as impressive maybe as they as it could have been. Forty five right. to fourteen is the final. I mean, it was twenty four to zero right. at halftime, and yeah, I mean. There was nothing major to take away from it. They played well. Their defense didn't allow any touchdowns until the game was over. Their offense mostly moved the ball. They had a few hiccups here and there. But really, okay, yeah, let's get down to it now. I mean, there's a very real chance this comes down to Oklahoma State or Notre Dame for that last playoff spot. You've kind of been thinking Notre Dame is fine. <laughs> I'm not so sure. Uh, me either. I'm not sure anymore either. Um I, I, you're right. I did because Notre Dame doesn't get to play again. Notre Dame does yeah. not get to play any more games. You, I mean, you have to be rooting like crazy for Baylor. I think. Oh yeah. Like you need Baylor to win and you need Georgia to win. And if both of those things happen, you're fine. Or yeah. if Houston beats Cincinnati, then you're also fine. Yeah. Um, so like there's a path for Notre Dame. No, Notre Dame, by the way, like, yeah, like they've just kind of been like hanging around there. You're just hanging around because your only loss is to Cincinnati. But if Notre Dame makes the playoff, like I think they get beat. I think they get beat badly, even by, say, okay. like a Michigan team, like if Michigan wins, which, hey, if Michigan would lose, I mean, Michigan could lose to Iowa, too, and just cause complete chaos. OK, what happens if Georgia beats Bama? Right. So Bama is gone, we think, maybe. And then Michigan loses to Iowa. Houston beat Cincinnati. 
I, I'm I'm just throwing this out there. There is then and and then Baylor and then Baylor goes ahead and and beats um beats Oklahoma State. Oh my Who's goodness. in the Who's in the playoff at that, that point? Holy cow! Oh man! Um, I think well, obviously Georgia. I think Notre right. Dame is in. I yes, think I would I would agree. I think Notre prob- Dame's probably the two seed. Notre Dame's they, probably they the probably two seed. Probably would in be. Yeah, Notre yeah. Dame ends up anywhere from two to five just after the next week. Like, who knows? Probably Baylor then, don't you think? You think Baylor's in? They, there's a good chance because they beat they had that conference championship. With, or Iowa? <laughs> Iowa no, could be no, in. No, no, no. Refuse to believe it. <laughs> do you, they do. They would only have two losses, wouldn't they? Yes. Oh my. They're oh. I think I think Bama would be in. Bama would still be in, and that, see, that's the scary part. If Bama can get in. Because, okay, let's face it. Bama is one of the four best teams in the nation right now. I understand they're losing. They're, I mean, not losing. They're playing close games, but they're winning these games. Yeah. And and we all know, we everyone knows that if Alabama gets into the playoff as like a three or a four seed, that they're going to win the whole thing. Everyone knows this. I'm a Georgia <laughs> fan, and I no, no one knows this better than me. I'm aware. So, like, yeah, like, that's, that, that's, that's the bad part because – Okay, what what were our playoff predictions? We did playoff predictions. What was it? Two or three weeks ago? Two or three weeks pod, ago. Yeah. Um, should I pull it up? Or should I pull them up real quick? Yeah, you can't. I know we both had Georgia one. We both were assuming they would beat Bama. Um, mm-hmm. You had Michigan two. I had Ohio State two. That's right. Okay. So and then I, I think had we had Ge- both had Cincinnati and Notre Dame at three and four. That's right. So I had I had Georgia, Michigan, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. You had Georgia, Ohio State, Cincinnati, Notre Dame. So right. really, the only disagreement was who was going to win the game today. Um, right. So okay, which which is yeah okay cool. The one difference we could see is if Oklahoma State wins next week, they might jump. They might jump both Cincinnati and Notre Dame. I think they easily could. I think they easily could. Some sometimes it has to do not with. It's more than just how they. It's more than just who they played. It's more. Sometimes it's even more than just who they played. It's how they played, how impressive they played, how close the game was, and how many people watch the game. Sometimes, like I think that actually affects these committee members maybe a little bit. Like because this was a big game, and it turned into like this game mattered, right? And you see the emotion on the like with the fans and stuff, and it's like like whoa, like the committee is actually going to value this a lot yeah. because that was a like a gutsy win, a big come from behind multiple possessions um, for, for Oklahoma State. So, yeah, no, I would agree. I would I didn't think that before tonight, but after seeing this, I think Oklahoma State has a really good shot at getting in if they beat Baylor. Yeah, if I mean, they, they win this game 37-33. I kind of think if they win this game 17-13, to no one cares. Yeah, it's not as big of a deal. I agreed. But. I agreed. And had they say they had had gone up big early on in the game and had and then Oklahoma had came back, I think that's less of a deal. Yeah. Some like being down by nine, they were down nine in in the third quarter, like midway through the third, and then to come back and and just kind of like yeah, just continually punch them in the face, punch Oklahoma in the face to to end the game. Like I think that that has value. That has value. I think a, a really big come from behind win like that matters. The committee. Sure. So you mentioned you think Notre Dame would not do well in the playoff this year. Let me just well, put it. I think we, I think, okay. Well, we're both taking Georgia in any individual matchup. So Correct. take that one out of the equation. Correct. Let's just, okay. Notre Dame versus Michigan. You take Michigan. Uh, I would. Yeah. Notre Dame versus Cincinnati in a rematch. 
I Cincinnati. I'm a big Cincinnati fan. Yeah. Notre Dame, Oklahoma State. See, now I think you can beat Oklahoma State. Like, I, I'm not really sure, but yeah, I mean, it, it's hard to be sure. Like, our, our, we probably never will be sure, but I would be picking Notre Dame, um, especially at a neutral site, especially at a neutral site. Yeah. I would be picking Notre Dame. Yeah. I think I'm with you on that one. Like, I, I really, it's, it's a weird situation. I, I've always been a proponent of most deserving. Right. I think Oklahoma State would probably deserve to be in the playoff ahead they of would. Notre Dame. They would. I also think Notre Dame is probably better than Oklahoma State. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, and then that takes you to the whole thing. Like, say, say Alabama loses in a, in a fair, like a one touchdown game to Georgia. So, like, who would you pick? Would you pick Michigan or Alabama? Neutral site, like in a playoff game. Who would you pick? And pick Alabama, you right? Kinda, you, yeah, you probably would. You're going to pick Alabama probably against any other team in the nation except Georgia. The difference there is that Alabama has two losses in that situation, and here we're Understand. comparing one loss teams. Now, I've, I'm still I'm I'm still always going to be a proponent of most deserving. So, like, I'm not going to be sitting here a week from now if Notre Dame doesn't make the playoff, chirping about how they just how they should be in because they're better than Oklahoma State. I won't be right. Like, right. Even though I might think they're better than Oklahoma State, mm-hmm. yeah, and I also think. That right now they're better than Cincinnati. I think if they would meet again, I would actually pick Notre Ooh, Dame. Really? And I think if, yeah. if Notre Dame plays Cincinnati after the bye week this year, they win. Yeah. The bye week is yeah. when Notre Dame completely rehauled their offense, started mixing in a lot of hurry up, quick passing game, and it completely changed their offense. They still don't have a great offensive line, but they haven't allowed a lot of sacks in the second half of the season just because of the way they've played offense. They're still – yeah. And I should mention, like, I do think Notre Dame, it's actually kind of a sneaky big offseason for them this year. I think they need to replace Jeff Quinn, their offensive line coach. Mm. I, I also think they should replace Dell Alexander, their wide receiver coach. Um, they're, they've both had just good enough seasons that they might hold on to their job since Brian <laughs> Kelly's pretty loyal to them. Yeah. But I feel like, you know, like next year, Notre Dame could be another 11-1 team. Or they could possibly be a 12 and 0 team next year if they make the right moves this offseason. We're not here to talk about that though. <laughs> we're here to, yeah, we're still talking about playoff positioning. It's an offensive line coach that needs a raise is Michigan's offensive line coach. Yes, that oh was dominant. Word. That was dominant. I okay, like they don't really have any big names. Like maybe they have in the past, like Caesar Caesar Ruiz or like any like the like the big guys. Like because they, they've had first round talents there in the past. You, they, they don't have any names that just pop off, right? But like, Zach Zinter was a pretty big recruit. I think he might was be he? a first round pick. Okay, I know they, that was a big fight with Notre Dame. Uh, absolutely, that's maybe why I'm in there. But yeah, yes, they dominated Ohio State's yes. defensive line. Absolutely pushed them around. Did whatever they wanted. Um, that's, yeah, that's, that's someone who's going to need a raise. He's going to get paid at the end of the year because of what he did today. Absolutely. It feels like there's a lot of teams that need a better offensive line coach. Uh, is there any chance that Bill O'Brien and Doug Marone stick around for Alabama after this year? Marone's the O-line coach for Bama, yes. right? He's Former gone. Former NFL like, head coach. He's gone. He was the Jaguars NFL, like the, the Jaguars coach. Took them uh, like a couple of plays away from the Super Bowl against Tom <laughs> Brady. Like, yeah, and and they absolutely cannot stop and an edge rush like off of the, off of the right tackle like the right tackle has no chance they they put multiple guys there and just, like can't block anybody they still can't block 
anybody. They can't run block. They can do nothing. So um, I'm just going to, yeah, good luck running the ball against Georgia. Like if you thought running against Auburn was tough, running against Georgia is going to be extremely difficult. We'll see if Brian Robinson is healthy because he went down um, late in that game against Auburn and did not play the rest of the game. So, and he was kind of their only back this year. Like he was kind of their only guy. I'm just going to say, I, I understand. I understand that Alabama is going to make this a three point game somehow, <laughs> but like they could get their doors blown off as well. Like that is also a possibility. And, and I would not be surprised if either one, because Georgia is, they just look massively better than Alabama right now. Massively better. They don't have the discipline issues. Alabama has discipline issues. Like, like they're struggling with just penalties, all kinds of penalties. Yeah. So yeah, I know, I know we can talk more about it later. Dear God, if Alabama gets in, I'm just I'm, I'm going to be a nervous <laughs> wreck the whole time. Yeah. Like you have to beat them now. We need Michigan to win. We need Cincinnati to win. We need to keep two loss Alabama out um, because I, I can just see it going wrong so many different ways. Well, make no mistake about it. Today really was a great day for Georgia uh, with it Ohio was. State's loss. I felt like Ohio State was the team with the ceiling and the style of play that could actually give them serious fits. That could still be Alabama. We don't know that for sure. Yeah. But yeah. But I think Ohio State probably had a higher ceiling than Alabama this year. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're we're going to find out next Saturday at 4 Eastern. Yeah. We will There find would out. be absolutely nothing wrong with with Nick Saban telling Bill O'Brien he has to throw the ball in 80% of early downs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's going to have to. He's going to yeah. have to. They can't run yeah. the ball. They're not going to run the ball against that front. Are you kidding? You couldn't run the ball against Auburn. You think it's going to get easier against the best defense of all time? Like, no, they're, they're not. Like, that, that defensive line is in, is killer, and the linebackers are really good and eat up any space that's left that's left by the defensive line. Um, just, yeah, quick shout-out to Har- Harbaugh. I know we're about to close and get out of here, but Jim Harbaugh did the Lord's work today. Yes. Jim Harbaugh did the Lord's work. Thank you, 49 Jim. states were rooting for him. Thank you, Jim. And he did it. Yes, well done. Okay, oh, by the way, just one, one quick question before we wrap up. Yep. Anybody stand out to you as far as we're talking about Heisman now? <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> CJ Stroud was going to be the guy. And <laughs> he they, was, yeah. They lost. Yeah. Bryce Young came through in the clutch, but he didn't have a great day, no. really. No. No, he did not. Matt Ariza, the punter from San Diego State. Like, can we just give it to him? Yeah. Kenneth, Kenneth Walker was okay today. I will say he had a really nice game. The sad sure. part is, like, he doesn't get to play anymore. Um, they might if, finish in the top 10, which may, could, maybe, maybe, maybe like Aiden Hutchison. If he gets a couple of more yeah. sacks this week against Iowa, who knows? Yeah. Um, yeah, I dude, I don't know. I, I have no idea. I, I guess you probably still put Bryce, Bryce Young with a big game against Georgia will win the Heisman. Sure. I don't well, think he'll assume, have a big let's game. Let's assume against, they lose. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah. Usually by now we it's pretty much written in stone. Like usually right. by now we, we know who's going to win the Heisman. That's right. Yeah. Nobody went and took it this year. So no, no. It's I, I have no idea. I have no clue who's going to win. None. Jordan Davis or Heisman. All right, let's go. I'm all. Hey, you know I'm on board. You know <laughs> sure. I'm on board. Sure. I would love um, to see a defensive player win it just because it'd be sick. It'd because be sick. this year none, none none of the offensive players went and grabbed it this year. So if hey if Jordan Davis. Okay, say he gets uh, makes a couple of big plays against Alabama um, in, in the SEC championship, and maybe he gets a you know, sneaky goal line carry for a touchdown, sure. or maybe, God forbid, they throw the ball to him and he scores <laughs> that way. 
he would have a legitimate chance of at least going to New York. Right. Um, if yeah, who knows, who knows if he'd win or not. Yeah. Okay, man, what a week. Oh, I can't believe we're out of regular season weeks. Yeah, it's gone. It's over. What a time. What no a, more what... regular season weeks until late August next year. Yes. But man, what a what a season it, it's been. It's been such such a crazy season. And it's been I fun. love it so much. Yeah. Um yeah. So yeah, thanks everybody for listening. Um we'll see you in a few days with another episode preview championship week. Man. All right. Well, thanks Ashton. It's been great. Thanks everybody for listening. Have a great week and God bless. Love you guys. Mm-hmm.